I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery. So take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go, let your past go, and let your worries go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart. And imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light, and know that you are safe. All is well. And collectively, let us send the light force to our brothers and sisters in Ukraine and the whole of Europe. Know that light always trumps darkness, and so it is. All right, welcome back to To Be Honest. And as promised, today I am going to start talking about a very important topic, and that is healthy boundaries, healthy relationships. I really do not think that people pay too much attention to boundaries, what they are, and how important it is to have them in order to have healthy relationships. So. In the next few episodes, I will focus on this topic—the one and only about boundaries. Specifically, we will explore what they are, obviously, how to have them, and how to communicate them to others. Meaning, how to set boundaries、uh, with the people that we love, or any form of relationship, for that matter. Now, today's episode, I will discuss different types of boundaries and why they are important. 
I'm sure that when we talk about boundaries, everyone will understand the boundaries we find on maps. Now, since Australia is an island country, so it would be easier for me to use United States. So, if you look at a map of the U.S., you'll notice many boundaries. There are lines indicating boundaries between the U.S. and Canada, as well as Mexico. There are boundaries around each state. We have that as well in Australia, obviously. If the map is very detailed, you might see boundaries between countries, cities, towns, or districts, among other things. These lines, or we call boundaries, help us know who is responsible for what areas. So they also let us know who is allowed to be in particular areas and whose job it is to enforce that. So my audience, similarly, our personal boundaries let us know where other. The people end, and we begin. What does that mean? I will tell you in a minute. They also inform us who is responsible for what. So, personal boundaries are what I will or will not do to take care of myself and my responsibilities. So, I repeat: personal boundaries are what I will or will not do. To take care of myself and my responsibilities. While there are many ways to describe boundaries, let us look at two of the most common types. And I often say internal boundaries versus external boundaries. So now let's take a look at internal boundaries first. Internal boundaries govern how I relate to myself and what I allow to happen within my body, heart, and mind. All of the things happening inside my skin are my responsibility, isn't it? Think about that. Meaning, I have the ability to respond to them, how I think, how I respond, and they include my thoughts, my feelings. My physical well-being, my mental well-being, and also my spiritual development. It is my job to decide how I will care for each of these areas of my life. The actions I take to do so are my boundaries. Let's look at some internal boundary examples, shall we? Physical well-being, making a plan for physical movement or exercise, and following through with it. Creating and sticking to a food plan that is nutritious and balanced, listening to my body and responding to its medical needs, caring for my physical needs for comfort, hygiene, rest, sleep, warmth, and shelter. Another form of internal boundary would be thoughts and beliefs. Paying attention to what information I expose myself to and how often, for example, limiting my exposure to news or alarmist posts and articles on social media, practicing thought stopping—that means to control your own thoughts. Use of affirmations help fill my mind with positive thoughts in an intentional way. Living consciously. Differentiating between my thoughts and feelings—that's why I keep on repeating and letting you know: feelings come from thoughts, thoughts come from beliefs. Though thoughts and feelings are connected, they are not the same thing. 
knowing the difference can help you respond to each effectively. Now, having said that, most likely I will spend one episode to remind my audience the difference between thoughts and feelings. So stay tuned. Coming back to boundaries, another internal boundary is our feelings or emotions. So listening to and allowing myself to feel my feelings. Instead of suppressing them, particularly for the uncomfortable feelings, having safe ways to express my feelings, i.e., writing—that means journaling, painting, using a broom or bat or stick to hit my bed, talking to a safe, understanding person, allowing myself to cry, etc., etc., refusing to take my feelings out on someone else or projecting them onto someone else. Taking a break before reacting out of my emotions, such as go to the bathroom or outside and breathe. Make a phone call. Let the other person know I need a day before I respond. Practicing emotional containment so that I can focus on important tasks and express my feelings in a safe and more appropriate setting at a later time. For example. Choosing to put something upsetting on the back burner so I can focus on work, not taking on other people's feelings by remembering they are also responsible for what happens in their skin, not tolerating emotionally abusive relationships and make sure you call them out in a respectful manner, and not being emotionally abusive to others. Internal boundary for spiritual development. Now, considering the influences I allow in my spiritual life, practicing behaviors that help me connect spiritually, honoring my spiritual beliefs and my spiritual growth, staying aligned with my authenticity or my true self at all times. That means to honor thyself and to be truthful to yourself. All right, moving on to external boundaries. External boundaries govern how I interact and related to people, places, and things outside of me. Now, when considering external boundaries, it is important for you to remember everyone else has them too. It is as important for me to respect other people's boundaries as it is for me to ensure I uphold my own boundaries. One way to think of external boundaries is to imagine a hula hoop. I am the one who decides what comes inside or goes outside of my hula hoop. Other people are responsible for managing their hula hoops. So types of external boundaries include physical space, sexual behavior, time, environment, and privacy. Here are some examples of external boundaries relating to physical space. Now, deciding where and with whom I will go, not allowing someone to touch me without my permission, and Of course, not touching them without their permission, 
keeping a comfortable distance between myself and others as is appropriate to the situation and the relationship, not tolerating physically abusive relationships, and not being physically abusive to others as well. So, what about sexual behavior? Deciding where, with whom, when, and how I will be sexual with another person, and honoring their right to do the same. Protecting myself and my sexual partner appropriately, for instance, with contraception and condoms, right? Safe sex. Limiting my exposure to harmful sexual ideas or behaviors, i.e., pornography, sexual language that is not honoring or safe. Not tolerating or engaging in sexually abusive behaviors. What about environmental boundaries? Choosing how I care for my environment at home and at work, caring for the world around me, respecting other people's property and space, and expecting the same for my property and space. Time boundaries: choosing how I will spend my time, including with whom, ending conversations, interactions, or activities when I believe I have spent enough time and want to move on to something else. Now, time boundaries includes waiting time when you are supposed to meet a friend, acquaintance, or whoever. Make sure you honor your own waiting time. For instance, maybe it's fifteen minutes. It's fair because there is always traffic. And should you choose fifteen minutes, then make sure you honor it and not to accept if someone exceeds the fifteen minutes. Well, let's face it. Some people do not perceive time as commodity because once we spent it, that's it. It's gone forever, and we don't really know how much time we have, isn't it? So honor your own time as well as others. That is respectful to self and others. And by the way, for people who has the habit of being late to appointments, that's a narcissistic behavior because it shows that your time is more important than other people's. That is not respectful. So please be aware. Okay, another external boundary: privacy or privacy. Giving intimate information about myself only to those whom I trust and want to be close to, and it's important to choose people that have empathy. Dressing appropriately and not exposing myself in risky, dangerous, or socially inappropriate ways. Respecting other people's desires for privacy and not to snoop or pry into their business, and not sharing too much information too soon. Know that someone has to earn that privilege to listen to your story or whatever you are planning to share with them. So, my audience, let me end this episode by re-emphasizing the importance of both external and internal boundaries in order to have healthy relationships with ourselves and with other people. Boundaries help us define who we are and move toward our goals. 
So, in a way, for people who have weak boundaries, more often than not, they will also have a weak sense of self. And may I add, the myth of having boundaries is to keep people away from having a relationship with us is simply not true. Now that you understand what boundaries are, with healthy boundaries that we attract and welcome a whole person into our lives in order to create a healthy, meaningful, authentic relationship. So there you have it. In the next episode, I am going to cover the five steps to discovering and communicating boundaries. And this new episode will only be published not next week, but the week after. So please stay tuned, and thank you for listening. Until next episode, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O dot com.